who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Matter of Stats podcast. Myself, Anthony, Kobe, Billy, the fellows all with you. What's going on, gentlemen? Happy Tamale Tuesday. Are you guys all tamale out from Thanksgiving? I don't I do not do tamales for Thanksgiving because uh, I wait till after Thanksgiving for tamales. Uh, great. It's after Thanksgiving, so bring some over. Kobe, make them. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Well, I, I hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I know I haven't been around, you know, last uh, couple weeks, you know, I was on a little, you know, extended PTO. You guys held it down last week, though. Appreciate it. And, um, yeah, ready to rock and roll, I guess. I think, I think I'm still full from Thanksgiving. I ate so much. Anthony doesn't know. He, we're, we're talking a foreign language to him right now at this point. Anthony has salad. That's salad. <laughs> He's up at 4 a.m. every day on vacation. Burning it off. <laughs> Burning off that turkey salad. <laughs> oh, man. Don't right. knock it. Don't knock it. So what do we got? What do we got? All right. Ready? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. You done talking turkey? Can we go? Good evening. ready. All right. Before we jump into our headlines, of course, we want to remind everybody to please check out the Matter of Stats podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you check us out on X, IG, and our YouTube page. All right. Here we go. This week's headlines. Kobe, in case you haven't heard, your Panthers fired head coach Frank Reich, along with, I think, every other member of the coaching staff. True. <laughs> um, in some... MLB news, the St. Louis Cardinals, they signed uh, Cy Young runner-up pitcher Sonny Gray to a three-year, $75 million deal. Uh, LeBron James, maybe you've heard of him. He passed Kareem yet again uh, in the record books, this time for the most uh, all-time minutes played in the NBA. He did that uh, the other night in the uh, – we won't even talk about that game right now. Anyways. Uh, in some boxing news, David Benavidez retained his WBC interim super middleweight title by defeating Demetrius Andrade on Saturday, which now potentially sets up a mega clash on Cinco de Mayo with undisputed champion Canelo Alvarez. Oh. That should be exciting. Uh, quick NFL recap. Uh, unfortunately, Billy's Lions lost uh, on Thanksgiving Day, so I know Billy was pleased with that. Uh, the Panthers lost yet again, but that's not really news. Uh, and the Eagles and Jags both won. Uh, and finally, uh, some recent news. Uh, Mark Cuban. I think you've heard of that guy. He is set to sell his majority stake in the Mavs. Uh, estimated to be worth about $3.5 billion. Uh, he will still retain uh, some ownership and controlling uh, basketball operations, but kudos to Mark Cuban. He made a boatload of money. And that's our headlines this week, gentlemen. That is crazy. I don't think anyone saw that coming. 
I mean, I, I just heard him talking on uh, all the smoke with Matt Barnes and Stack, and not anywhere in there where you know, even when they were talking about uh, you know him possibly his kids taking over and stuff like that, and nowhere in that conversation that he mentioned even possibly selling the team in the near future. And uh, here we go today. And, uh, you know, I, I get, you know, he's, he still has, uh, you know, basically GM duties and stuff like that, but I'm um, surprised. I'm really surprised about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely surprising for sure. Um, I mean, that was as of just a few hours ago, you know, driving home yeah. in traffic and, Get the alert, you know. Mark Cuban selling the maps, crazy stuff for sure. Um, Do you think this is good or bad for the NBA, or doesn't matter? Because Cuban's, you know, a well liked, well respected owner that players like, coaches like, the league likes. You think it makes a difference or nah? Uh, being that he has still has control of the team and you know operations, <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be a huge thing because he's still involved and uh he'll probably still be at some of those meetings and stuff with the owner you know i mean obviously he's making a crap ton of money and he's still got control of the team so he made some kind of a deal and uh you know we'll just see what happens yeah i mean i haven't really decided uh kind of neutral right now because i haven't had a chance to really dig into it or, or read into it at all since it just came out um but yeah i mean i'm kind of neutral I don't know that it's going to be good or bad. Um, yeah, I just don't know all, all the details to, to comment on it. But yeah, what I, I will, just... what 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 I will comment on though. Oh, go ahead. I know you want to say something. No, I was just going to say. I mean, Cuban's always been, you know, kind of known for his deep pockets and willing to spend a little bit of money, not Balmer money, but you know, money uh, enough to you know to to not fret. So it'd just be interesting to see now that he's not you know signing on the dotted line anymore if the Mavs will you know, just be run a little differently, but anyways. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, I definitely want to see, you know, Canelo and Benavidez on Cinco de Mayo. We talked a little bit about that a second ago. These guys have been on a collision course for, you know, the past year, year and a half or so. Um, you know, probably not a guy you guys are too familiar with, but, you know, Benavidez just took out Andre in six rounds, made him quit on his stool in the corner. You know, that, that, that's pretty crazy because Andrade was a guy who was undefeated, like 32 and 0, former middleweight champion, and notoriously called out Canelo like two years ago during a post fight press conference. Canelo had just won and he was like in the post fight press conference, uh, calling him out basically. And Canelo was just laughing at him. Like, he's like, You just want a payday, basically. You, you haven't fought anybody. You're here challenging me. Is how you say? He's, he's like, You just want payday. He's doing it like Mexican boys. Payday, you fight with nobody. Payday. He was like fully mocking him. It was hilarious. Um, but you know, Benavidez is, you know, he's fought a few higher profile guys than Andrade. You know, he just uh beat Caleb Plant last year. He's beaten David Lemieux and and now Andrade. And he's 26 years old, heading into his prime. And uh Canelo's like kind of on the back end of his prime. He's 33 now, and um, you know, there's probably not too many fights left for Canelo, but there's been talks that Canelo's been ducking Benavidez. So, yeah, if it, if it happens, it's got to happen Cinco de Mayo this upcoming year for sure. I, I'm all in. I'm there. Ready. You guys want to go? T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, on Anthony's dime? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's sure. Let's do it right after we hit up the in-season tournament, right? 
We'll catch that first, and then we'll save our pennies for Cinco de Mayo. Well, let's see if we make it to the final. <laughs> well, someone's going to play. Yeah, and, and I know I know that um, on the schedule it shows that, you know, obviously that we don't have a game or anything, but we're going to have a game that week, right? In season, I don't even know how it's going to work. It, it just depends on um, – so I think the final round of the group play finishes up today, and then um, you will know exactly, like, who is where, like who's playing who, when – and then it'll start to shape itself out. Speaking of the Lakers, Kobe, um, let's do a quick little update uh, to the fans and where we sit right now after that fantastic performance last night in Philadelphia. Oh, God. Right? I mean, come on. They only lost by 100. It's not that bad. Um, But uh, the Lakers uh, sit... 10 and 8 now on the season, which is middle of the pack of the Western Conference. No one's really running away with the West. I mean, the West is kind of what we expected it to be, where, uh, you know, it's competitive. A lot of teams are, are, you know, beating up on each other. But 10 and 8, so at least they're above 500. Um, the last night's loss, obviously, in Philadelphia was disappointing. They didn't play very well. They were shorthanded. They got, you know, ran out of the building. The Sixers made, you know, what they make, 20. 24 threes or something right it was just uh 22 yeah yeah it was it was ugly it was ugly but um so so far the lakers problem still exists right scoring is an issue shooting is an issue <clears throat> rebounding is an issue um some some quick numbers just to kind of capsulize some of the issues the lakers are having so far in the early part of the season <clears throat> in the Six of the eight losses, they're averaging just over 100 points a game. In six of the 10 wins, they're averaging almost 125 points a game. Overall, in their wins, they're averaging 117 points versus only 105 in the losses. They're 20th in points per game and 17th in points allowed. Uh, they're obviously better at home than on the road, averaging about six more points per game at home. Uh, but that doesn't really concern me. What is concerning to me is they're 19th in rebounding and second to last in offensive rebounds. With all the length this team has, that should be a strength, not a weakness. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where the Lakers sit right now. Not terrible, but not great. Yeah, I mean, all this talk in the offseason about all the length we got, all the depth we got, and we're struggling in all these categories is really disappointing. Um, you know, the, the effort to re, to re, rebounding to me, you, you don't necessarily need length. I mean, it helps, but you, effort, it's, it's fundamentals. You, you, you see where the ball is going. You box your, you box your opponent out. It's not rocket science, and – you know, these, these teams are basically having wide open three pointers. Every time we play them, our perimeter defense is horrible. We're not closing out. We're not rotating. We're not communicating. Um, all this stuff is fundamental basketball. And we've discussed this, I don't know, probably a couple of years ago. And, you know, we seem to have fixed it last year. 
and now this year we're going backwards. I don't understand why. I don't know if uh, there's lack of motivation. I don't know if it's a leadership thing, but it's just not there. I mean, Kobe, you, you've talked about it too with on text. It, it The effort is not there, not getting a hand in the face, no contest, no boxing out. It's fundamental stuff, and that's really concerning because if we're not doing that, then is that a coaching thing? Is that a motivational thing? I mean, where does that come from? Yeah, I mean, I think I think especially last night, looking at last night's game, it's probably a little bit of everything. Like a little bit of coaching, a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense, a little bit of everything. There isn't one particular thing that you can point to, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a very up and down week for the Lakers. Um, again, more often than not, when AD plays well, you know, when he's dominant, we win. Uh, he struggled in that game last week versus the Mavs. Again, didn't score in the second half. We're going to get to that in a bit here. That's um, Yeah. Every team is throwing double teams at him, and, you know, he's struggling with that. Um, but then, you know, obviously he bounced back against Cleveland, had a big game. Um, over what, what he scored, like 32, got 13 boards or something against Cleveland. But then just comes back out in an okay game against Philly, you know, but not the kind of dominant game that we need for him uh, or need from him for us to win. Um, I mean, in fairness, Philly was just, I mean, they were lights out last night. You know, there, there was nothing that we were going to be able to do. I mean, it was, it was a combination of everything going right for the most part for Philly and everything going wrong for us. Murphy's law for us, for sure. Yeah. Um, like I mean, we said, like we said, not to cut you off though, real quick, but Davis scored what, like five points in the second half. Like you're going up against, you know, one of the other better uh, big men in the league. Don't you want to go out there and prove yourself? And then after the game, they're all like huggy, huggy and everything. Like, like seriously, come on. Yeah, and I think, I think I saw that stat like floating around on, on IG today that against like Jokic and, and Giannis and, and Embiid, like 80s, like, like three of 18 or something in the past three years, something like that. So he's, Definitely struggled with those matchups in the past, you know, three years, um, which again just makes me kind of feel like maybe that's mental, you know. We we that's that's a word we haven't brought up in a while, Anthony. I know you used to hate that years ago where we talk about mental, 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 mental. I also think that's part of the reason why teams double team KD because they can, and because mentally, I don't know that he's equipped to deal with it. Like when we we're playing the Mavs. We double Luca, right? And Anthony, I think you brought this up in the text thread. You were like, well, we're, we're doubling Luca. He's still putting 30 on us. How come AD can't do it? Because Luca is just like, he's just a better passer. He's, he can get out of that double team much better than AD. AD's not really known for his passing ability. And of I just, course, don't, right. I, yeah, I just don't think that he's equipped to deal with the double team the way that Luca is. He's a guard. He's a little bit more shifty. He's probably been dealing with that for, you know, the majority of his career. So he, he knows how to kind of combat that. But with AD, it's it, it's not the same, you know. So when he gets double teamed, it, it, it's a problem for, for him. So, you know, apart from that, it does truly feel like this team does go as AD goes. So if he's playing well, then, you know, we win. If he's not, we don't. But at the same time, it's almost like, Teams know how to how to take him out of the scenario. Yeah. 
I mean, well, all these years, though, he's been in the NBA. He's been double teamed. He's done this, and he's had that. He's been a guard, you know, before, and he has the guard skills and all this talk about, oh, he has guard skills for his height, and which he does. Well, I think when you talk about guard skills, Billy, guard skills – that, that, that's a that's a big umbrella, right? Just because he's athletic and quick and can handle the ball doesn't necessarily mean he's an elite passer. And to Kobe's point, doesn't mean that he can read the double team. It's not even so much effectively. It's he doesn't read it quickly. I think that's where it gets into trouble. It's not that he can't find the open man. It's he doesn't read the double team quickly or he doesn't move the ball out of the double team quick enough. Forget the fact that he's not shooting the three. The perimeter shooting has been something that, you know, has abandoned his game basically since he's been a Laker. And and we'll touch on that in a bit. But I think that's another factor, too, when you're getting double teamed. It's, it's a lot easier to double team a big or in this case, a, a big that can't shoot from the perimeter because you're not worried about him pulling up on the, you know, pulling up before you can bring that double team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. He, he had the jump shot in 2020 and it's suddenly gone. So I don't <laughs> know what he's doing in the off season to where yeah. if he's not practicing it or, yeah or if they, if the, coaching staff wants him to do different things and practice different things. I I don't know, but we were told what in a preseason that they want him to shoot a ton of threes and so on. Um, and that's not happening. So, I mean, I don't know if it's, well, we want this, but the game dictates this or if it's not happening in general, it's a weird deal. Well, the, the off the offense has been, you know, a real struggle at times. (laughs) <laughs> for this for this team, um, obviously we, we we talk every week about the three point shooting because the Lakers are, you know, second to last in three point shooting. Yeah. But the offense in general just isn't very good. You know, we we you know we 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 read read the numbers right there. The difference between wins and losses. You're talking about you know ten to fifteen points difference when they win and lose. And Kobe's right. A lot of it falls on AD's shoulders, but it. it but it's not just all AD. Like well, AD's when, not... we, when we win, though, when we win, AD scores like thirty-five points. When we lose, he scores like ten points. So that's yeah. like twenty-five points right there. You know? Yeah. Right. So moving on. So um, we put a post up talking about AD because you know he again he struggled on Wednesday night. Uh, versus the Mavs. Again, he only had 10 points in that game, didn't score in the second half. And, um, you know, we thought we, we wanted to get people's opinions on they felt we needed a second score, a second, you know, option because of, you know, AD's up and down play so far to start the season. So I'll read the, I'll read the tweet, which then subsequently became an IG post. And then I'll read some of the comments uh, from some of the, some of the followers on IG and um, and then we'll just kind of do like a little round tables and get everybody's thoughts, you know? So, um, so the, the tweet read like this, it said the formula with AD is the right one because of his value on the defensive end. However, it's becoming obvious that AD can no longer be the second best score on a championship team. 
the Lakers need to make a move to get a third star slash scorer, or in this case, a second star slash scorer. So someone to kind of move into AD's previous role of, you know, the scorer. Um, so we asked the followers on IG with that same tweet. And we said, is it time for the Lakers to start considering another scoring option? For the second time this season, Anthony Davis went scoreless in a second half and scored only 10 points total in the loss to the Mavs on Wednesday night. Um, so I'm going to read a few of the comments. Um, it was a pretty, been a pretty popular post um, for the past couple of days, four days ago, has over a thousand likes and over a hundred comments. Um, so I'll, I'll read a few of those here. Let's see. So it's got 1,067 likes and it has a hundred four comments so um first first comment yeah not bad first comment is from willet 24 uh he says ad can't score because ham absolutely runs zero offense for him all he is is a pick and roll center now he only gets points off of pick and rolls uh or putbacks he lets everyone else go one-on-one but ad uh, next comment. Let's see. This is from oh, shape sh- shifter underscore 14. He says the Lakers offense is dog. Shit. Let me start that again. <laughs> the Lakers offense. The Lakers offense is dog bleep. And it's because they run an offense equivalent of an NBA 2K pro-am team. There you go, Anthony, for you right there. That's uh, my burner. That's my burner account. <laughs> <laughs> There's almost no ball movement or player movement. Uh, not only that, the Lakers ball handlers don't feed him or the Lakers don't know how to counter an AD post double team. All right, right? We just talked about uh, another comment. Uh, there's no replacement for AD. This is from Pace Green. He said, there's no replacement for AD. What AD brings to the Lakers cannot be duplicated. AD is overly criticized and underappreciated. Um, we did have to clarify because, or you know, whatever reason, uh, we don't, I guess, properly know how to communicate. We weren't looking to trade AD with this post, so we responded to that. We said, look, we agree, not looking to trade AD, just looking to add another elite score alongside him and LeBron as AD has struggled at times this season. So, again, this post wasn't about trading AD. It was just sliding another star uh, another elite score into kind of like 80s scoring place, essentially right. as, as the second. It's score. about, it's about help, right? It's yeah. About adding help. Yep. N- another comment here from uh, Deshani delight, Deshani underscore delight. He says, I hate y'all wishy-washy fans so much. Crying emoji. Bro consistently gives us 24 and 15 and three blocks, but let, ha- but let him have one bad game and it's time to trade him. Crying emoji. That's for you, Anthony. Probably. Consistently. Yeah, let him have one bad game. And then he had how many more? Yeah. The, the average receiving stat. Yeah. This one here from JWNCLS. I definitely think we should try to look at Mitchell. Him and Kyrie are the only two players that I think would make Lakers back to the top. That's yeah. definitely my burner account. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> And then the last one, this is an interesting one. D'Lo, and this is from Wakanda Forever, 1991, says, D'Lo and Rui to the Hawks for Trey Young does the trick. Ooh, says, like it. Young 
Vando, Prince, LeBron, and AD with Reeves and Christian Wood leading the second unit in scoring. I like it. I, I like it. I Who trade like though, but all right. Say that again, Billy. I would trade Reeves over D'Lo. Trade Reeves over D'Lo. Okay. Yeah, so those are some of the comments a little all over the place. Some guys are backing AD. Some guys think that he's not getting enough plays ran for him. Um, some guys think it's ham, you know. Uh, so what do you guys think? Anthony, why don't you go first? Um, I think it's all right. You know, I think yeah. there's some truth to all of it. Um, I think one of the comments said that, you know, what AD brings to the Lakers can't be replaced or duplicated. That guy's 100% right. What he brings to the Lakers cannot be replaced or duplicated and is part of the reason why him on this team works because he does provide stuff that you can't get out of almost anybody else in the league. Right. The issue is <clears throat> offensively, his play is up and down, you know, and it's not one bad game. I mean, you're already talking about two games this year. Lakers have only played 18 games. He's had two scoreless second halves against good teams, like against, like, like you said earlier, against teams that he should be showing up to dominate against, right? And the Mavs are a terrible defensive team with no size. So maybe, you know, he didn't get as many touches as he should have, right? But you have to find a way to make an impact on the offensive end of the floor when you know, when you look at that defense and you see there's no one there that can guard me. They don't have anybody that can guard me. How, how do I allow myself to get zero points when there's well, no one there that can guard me? But again, there's not one person that can guard him. You're correct. But when they start throwing the double teams at him, like you said, he's just not quick to react to it. That's where you get right. To yeah. Well, when you're playing, when you're playing a favorable matchup, like Anthony said, you know they're playing Dallas, you know who has no defense. You need to have that mentality where, like, if you're not getting the ball enough, if you're not getting enough touches, you need to go in the huddle and be like, "Look, give me the damn ball. These guys can't guard me. When they start doubling me, I'll find you. Give me the ball. I can put in work and I can get you points. You have to have that aggressive mentality too." I don't know if that's in 80s genes to be like that Mamba mentality where like, give me the damn ball. I'm going to take care of business. It's not. And I don't think we should be expecting that anymore at this point either. You know, he is who he is. And, uh, you know, exactly that, that you're a hundred percent right. That's why we put that, you know, post and, and tweet out exactly right. Because like you said earlier, as 80 goes, the Lakers go. So if he has a good game, Lakers play pretty well. If he has a bad game, the Lakers seemingly have no chance to win. So that's why the idea is let's help AD. Let's help the Lakers. Let's help everybody maybe play to their strengths a little bit more and a little freer and add another scoring option, you know, where we don't have to live and die on AD's shoulders, so to speak. And I think, you know, Billy, you, you talked about this earlier when he was uh before he became a laker i think you had mentioned something about how he used to shoot uh you know better from the perimeter than uh, a laker and and you're 100 right when he was with the pelicans he shot 31 percent from three 
-hmm. As a Laker, he's only shooting 28% from three. Now you might think 3% is not a lot, but 3% is, is a big difference when you're talking, that's the difference between, you know, making an extra one to one and a half threes a game potentially, or the difference between making no threes versus making over a three a game. So it does matter, but the thing that's most concerning is his up and down play is really measured in his scoring output. And that's what we've seen since becoming a Laker. So this is pretty interesting. I didn't realize this till I looked it up, but so first year as a Laker in 2020, he averaged 26 points a game. Okay. We know what happened in 2020, 2021. He averaged 22 points a game. 2022 averaged 23 points a game. 2023 averaged 26 points a game. 2024. Want to guess? Is it up or down? You want to guess? Yeah, we do. 22 points a game. So literally his Jekyll and Hyde play that he got criticized for in the postseason last year is, is a pretty well-documented trend since he's become a Laker, he's been up, down, up, down, up, down. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a player do this like so up, down. Like, well, and be- Kobe's, Kobe's right. I think this is the good and the bad with AD, which I think is why the Lakers need to address another scorer so that we take some of that, whatever you want to call it, pressure or emphasis off of the need for him to score for us to win. But that that solution is your opinion of what would fix that problem, and I don't well, know that everyone agree with that. I agree. I'm just. I think it would help. I think it would help. So, do you think if he had, say, Vando back healthy and stuff, and he had to do less yeah. on the defensive and rebounding end, yeah. do you think that would? I mean, Billy's going. Billy's going the route that I that I think would probably be better if he had a little bit you know, more help on the defensive end, then he could actually focus more on the offensive end and probably put up the big scoring numbers that you love to see, Anthony. So uh, no, that's fair. I don't know that, and, I don't know that grabbing make, another score is going to be the answer to this. Well, yeah. and you're right. You could make the simple argument that if the Lakers just had guys that could make outside shots, that would open things up for him on the interior as well, where you wouldn't be able to just double team him as easily. So yeah, so there's truth to that, sure. Well, I mean, we have guys that can make open shots. It's just Do for we? whatever reason, for the first one-fourth of this season, they have not been able to. Even you well, said it yourself, Anthony. You were like, these numbers in preseason look almost too good to be true. <laughs> I told you. I, I, they, I told they, you. I was scared. They could hit them. They could hit them. I just think mentally sometimes things just get in their head, and that just comes with playing in L.A. When you play in L.A., that microscope, it's on you. And, it, and well, the and, crazy thing is, too, like it, it isn't in L.A. that this is happening. It's on the road. So, like, this re- is kind of re- reminiscent of Golden State oh, last year. Okay. They were on okay. the road. Let me, let, let me, like, okay. Not, not per I mean, I know, what, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're, the you're the Lakers. The is on you. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's but blinding just, and it's hot and it's, yeah, it's on. Yeah, but then how do you fix it? they're just going to magically turn it around because they're going to get used to the pressure. No, I'm just saying like, you know, some guys just aren't made for the spotlight. Some guys are, some guys aren't, you know? Okay. Just, well, we've tried a lot of guys over the last five years and the outside shooting has been 
pretty consistently towards the bottom of the league. Exactly. So oh, thank you. So you're making my point. Here's so here's our point. Here's our point. Oh, here's the point. <laughs> Me personally, I'm not trying to trade anybody because ultimately it's probably not going to matter. Like you, you can bring in your most superstar players that can hit all the threes in the world. As soon as they come here, it's a gamble unless they've already played here, unless they have a proven record here. Uh, I probably wouldn't chance it. The only way I would be down to trade a core piece is if, you know, the majority of this team was healthy and we saw that core piece not really fit or work for whatever reason, then, then maybe you can see about tweaking that. But with having a bunch of our main rotational guys out to start the season, we haven't really had a chance to look at that. And, and honestly, the way this NBA season as a whole has started, I don't know how much, you know, we'd really want to change even. Even if we did trade some someone, I don't know how much would really change. You know, I, I can see us acquiring some star or some solid piece. And then it's like all of a sudden he has some mysterious illness or the Lakers hold him out for stretches because they want to save him for the playoffs with LeBron and AD. It's like there's always something, you know, no matter who we get. there's gonna So be we're something. cursed. So we're cursed. No, I just say, no, we write it out because this whole season was based on you know, the continuity and we bring people back because, you know, we had a good run to the end of last season, but we haven't seen that. Uh, we haven't seen that full unit work yet. So why even trade? What does it matter? I mean, wouldn't matter if we did, wouldn't matter if we didn't, you know, at least we should try and give it a shot. We I should think at least the right pieces matter. I get what you're saying, but I think that the right pieces could make a difference. Are, the, are these guys going to be injured for the rest of the season? No, they got to come back. Everyone's got to come back at some point. We don't you know, know if so, I don't know. Ask if, if, Vando, if Vando gets back and we go on a five-game winning streak, Anthony won't want to trade anybody. Be like, oh, we're good. We're good now. Everyone's good. Everyone's fine. Nah, I'd, I'd still want to trade D'Lo. We won't know if they're going to be right until they're all together, right? So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're not too far in to where it's panic mode. I agree. I agree. It's not ho- panic ho- mode. Hopefully, Hopefully we get some guys back. And, you know, they get healthy and we can see what we have in 10 games from then. And then hopefully go from there, hopefully sooner than later. Um, to Kobe's point, we have had shooters the last couple of years um, who were good shooters. And they came here and they didn't live up to expectation. And now they're on other teams and now they're back to where they were before they came. So, I mean, that's part of it, I guess. But, you know, we got to. We can't, we can't, like I said, we can't do panic mode. We can't, to the point of Anthony trying to make a trade right now, we can't anyway until, what, December, January. So we got time. Hopefully these guys get healthy quick enough so we can see what we got and then move on from there. And, 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 and LeBron needs to know the personnel better, man. Like, you can't be in Cleveland. I get it. You win the game in Cleveland. But, you know, you're going to have jet lag. You know, you already have jet lag coming from L.A., go to Cleveland. And then from Cleveland, you're going to Philly. But you can't be, like, taking AD on a tour of your museum, bro. He's putting on too many steps. He's walking too much, man. Like, we got to save him, man. He needs to get back to the hotel that, room. That, that's why he struggled? <laughs> yeah, man. How, how big is that, that oh. facility? What's the square footage there? Come on, Anthony. Tell me a stat. Oh, jeez. Oh, the the, the hour-long tour he took, that ruined him? <laughs> Come on, oh. man. You got to be resting these guys. What man. I guess I guess uh, he needs more rest than we think. Jeez. All right, so, wrap it up. But uh, Billy is right. Time will tell. The Lakers definitely have time to 
uh, let this marinate, whether they like it or we like it or I like it or not, <clears throat> because we do have to wait, uh, you know, for contracts to become eligible to be traded, like Billy mentioned. So there'll be an opportunity for this team to either get better or get worse. And I guess we'll see what happens. All right. Very All right. well. All right, Kobe, you want to want to close us out with your high pitch voice? <laughs> All right, let me see. Let me see if I can get it going. Uh, all right, so thank you all for listening to the Matter Stats podcast this week. We appreciate it. Make sure you guys go check us out on YouTube, IG, Twitter, X, whatever you guys want to call it. And we'll catch you all next week. Peace. Oh, man, that was awesome. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.